beach house, but she got paid for the trip and didn't have to do standby. A good trade. Rebecca watched, bemused, as Valerie put back on her grandma jeans, over the stockings, naturally, white tennis shoes, and a shade too much red lipstick. She resprayed her large helmet of sandy gray hair, buttoned her white blouse, and was out the door. Rebecca smiled to think of the reception Valerie would get at the sex shop, and whether Shanna and Lizzie would stay with her or leave her to her own devices. Is this even Valerie's first time going? She certainly never seemed shy about new experiences when Rebecca was around. How did I end up with these people for friends? When the door had clicked closed behind Val, Rebecca called her friend Suzanne to confirm the plans for the weekend and to make sure someone could pick her up at the airport in Charleston tomorrow night. Yes, darling, someone will pick you up. The four of us are all driving out in the morning. Are you completely sure you can't join us? Completely. I'm in San Francisco and they need me tomorrow. She saw no need to mention that she had chosen to fly in with work rather than endure a five-hour car ride with four women, all of whom were rather disgustingly happy. All right, sweetie. It's going to be super casual, okay? Just girls hanging out at the beach. You got it. For heaven's sake, don't let them put some kind of hideous fake veil on me. I won't. I'm counting on you. I know you hate that tacky stuff as much as I do. Rebecca smiled. At one point in her life, she would have given her right arm for Suzanne to include her in this sisterly confidence. To see them as being the same. Rebecca had since given up, at least partially, on this idea. You couldn't replicate Suzanne. She simply had a charmed life. Don't worry, Suze. I've got your back. Next, Rebecca called to check in with Kendall Brighton Higsby at the Junior League to review the minutes from last week's gala committee meeting. After years of trying to break out of provisional status and move past duty at the league's thrift store, Rebecca was finally on the committee to plan the Christmas gala. It was the year's biggest fundraiser and supported about 20 children's charities. Rebecca suspected Suzanne had pulled some strings to get her on the committee, and it was a bit of a challenge with her flight schedule, but she was too happy to care. With her calls made, Rebecca pressed her uniform and left it hanging in the bathroom so she could dress and leave in the morning without waking Valerie. She packed and repacked everything else three times. Spare uniform, bathing suit towel, flat sandals, and a sundress that would work for the beach and dinners out over the long weekend. Two tank tops, one pair of wrinkle-resistant white shorts, one pair of jeans, makeup kit, cotton robe, and underwear. Everything perfectly organized, and four pounds under the carry-on weight limit, in case she brought something home from the beach. She left her suitcase half-zipped on the little closet trestle so she could put in her pajamas and toiletries without needing the light. Settled on the bed, she flipped through the channels on the hotel TV twice, and then snapped it off. Her phone was resting on the nightstand on top of a dog-eared book she'd picked up in an airport bookstore. Calm your mind, live your life. She knew she should read some affirmations and get a good night's sleep, but she picked up her phone instead. Rebecca had just signed up for Instagram a few weeks earlier, and already she was coming to the conclusion that it was just another way for the universe to remind her that life was passing her by. Just like Facebook... The feed was full of babies, kids, and wedding photos. Artisan cupcakes for a two-year-old's birthday party, 
pregnancy photos, happy, glowing girls, mostly sorority sisters from her class and younger, turning sideways with a hand draped across each of their bellies. A variation on this included the hand of an equally ecstatic partner. Some grinned at the camera, others contemplated the miracle of life in subdued, artsy black and white. All positively swelled with happiness and potential. These torture sessions were something of a necessary evil. Because of her travel schedule, she sometimes needed social media to keep up with even her closer friends, like the girls going to the beach this weekend. Beth was a Facebook junkie, posting everything from her deepest religious beliefs to what she ate for breakfast. Beth and Rebecca had never been particularly close. They had only hung out regularly during their senior year of high school. But since the advent of Facebook, Rebecca knew more about her than ever. Marcy posted on both platforms frequent pictures of Bonnie, shots from nice.